There's one topic that comes up over and over when I work with women, either individually or in a group setting, and that is emotional eating. Because of this, I've completely revamped my emotional eating course, the one that I created about a year ago. Now I'm adding some bonuses, including a workbook to guide you through the process, as well as some meditations and additional bonus about mindful eating. This is really the course that gives you the tools to kick emotional eating to the floor once and for all. Many of my clients say they want to feel more in control of their food choices. But once you understand emotional eating patterns, their triggers, and the habits, it's more of a freedom that you experience once you experience this. And that freedom is incredible. For example, one client described a lifting of a weight that she had carried around with her since she was in middle school. This has opened up space for her to return to the workforce, and she says she does not remember ever feeling that happy. Many of us feel that we're a victim of emotional eating, and we don't have to be. To get us to that food freedom that we're seeking, it's important to understand that emotional eating and really understand the strategies of how to address it. It doesn't involve being stricter with yourself. I know you've tried that and it absolutely doesn't work. Check the link in the show notes for more information. This is something I know 100% in my heart is going to help so many women And right now I'm offering some incredible bonuses. So go check that out too. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Emotional eating is the practice of consuming large quantities of foods, usually comfort or junk foods, in response to feeling various feelings instead of for hunger. So experts estimate that 75% of overeating is caused by emotions and emotional eating. That's incredible. 75%, the vast majority. Now, I've talked about the diet cycle in the past, but the emotional eating cycle involves several predictable steps as well. So there's typically something that happens that upsets you. You feel an overwhelming urge to eat. The next step is that you eat more than you know you should. And then finally, you end up feeling guilty and powerless over food. I'm sure this cycle sounds all too familiar for you. But diving in a little deeper, there's 
definitely a distinction between emotional hunger and physical hunger. And kind of defining those is sort of the first step of really understanding emotional eating and why we eat for emotional purposes. Okay, so emotional eating, when the hunger comes on, it comes on very suddenly. Whereas if it's a physical body hunger, that comes on gradually. It doesn't just happen with a snap of a finger. Emotional hunger, it feels like it needs to be satisfied instantly. There's like this very strong driving need for instant satisfaction. Whereas physical hunger, you know it's there, but it can wait. It's not like it is all consuming your mind and that you have to go and satisfy it immediately. Emotional eating craves specific foods. Typically, they're like potato chips or they're typically foods that aren't very nutritious. Whereas on the other hand, physical hunger, you can satisfy that hunger with lots of options, lots of different foods. Emotional hunger isn't satisfied with a full stomach, whereas physical hunger, you stop when you're full and you feel very satisfied. Emotional eating triggers. There's feelings of guilt, powerlessness, and shame. But when you're eating for purposes of fueling your body and satisfying physical hunger, you really don't feel bad about yourself. So now that we've got that basis down and can understand the differences between the two, I suggest several steps to take. And one of those is to go back to the episode that was released on February 10th of this year and go back and listen to that. And I talk about emotional eating triggers. But today I want to give you some strategies on how to dig a little bit deeper and get into the root understanding of your emotional eating. Because you cannot just try to brush away emotional eating. You're really doing this for a bigger purpose. And it doesn't go away just by ignoring it or kind of brushing it under the rug. You've really got to understand it, process the emotions that are there, and understand it before you can get down to the nitty gritty and feel, I guess, like you have a handle on the emotional eating. So one of the best ways is to keep an emotional eating diary. This, you can really understand and identify the patterns behind your emotional eating. So every time you overeat or feel compelled to reach for your favorite comfort food, take a moment to figure out what triggered the urge. Now, this journal will really help you find some fantastic trends, some patterns, and I'm calling it fantastic. And you're probably laughing at me like, Andrea, why are you using the word fantastic? But really it's because when you begin to identify patterns and what sorts of things are setting you off and how your cycle begins, then you can really understand yourself and understand your patterns. So for example, maybe you will end up Emotional eating after you spend time with a specific friend and they criticize you. Or maybe you stress eat when you're on deadline or at family functions. Once you understand that, you can really identify healthier ways to feed yourself 
and also healthier ways to cope with those emotions. And that is key to ending the emotional eating cycle. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.